whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Hello from Rock Antenna. Hello. Well, uh, hello, hello. <laughs> thank you very much so, for taking the time and talking no to us problem. a little bit. Of uh, course. And congratulations. Of what? I got the CD box. I got all seven pieces. I listened to all of them. And uh, I think a lot of people would say it's surprisingly good. But, you know, as a matter of fact, to put out that many records at one time, it is a surprise, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. It's not, it's not a surprise to me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, the record company told me that you wanted to, first of all you wanted to put out 10 records yes and we could have easily done that easily with no with no problem at all yeah that was that was my original plan to have the 10 10 album the fictional back catalog that was like introduced basically on the previous album collection so yeah. I wanted to have all the, all those 10 albums but um, the label said no that that is crazy But seven is okay. And I'm like, I'm, I'm still wondering where is the limit between craziness and, and okay? Is it like eight or is it nine? I have no idea where it actually is, but okay. <laughs> so, 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 but somewhere there, it, I, I, now, now I know that, the, that, that, the, that it's somewhere between seven and ten. That's where, <laughs> that's where things get from crazy to okay. But anyway, so, yeah. And, and the, 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 the funny thing here is that, um, yeah, so it's a compromise. It's seven albums. Yeah. Okay, sure. And uh, I wrote all the songs like in three months. Crazy. And then, and then, then we recorded. And, and this is what I'm most proud of. We recorded seven albums in nine months, including mixing and everything. So we could have easily done the, 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 the last yeah. three, two, those yeah. ten. But that's Easily, with, with no fucking problem, with no, absolutely no problem whatsoever. But that's just insane. It's, it's uh, you know, you wonder, you, you, people like me wonder, like, how did you do that? Did you, didn't you go crazy at one point and go like, I can't do it anymore? No. I, I mean, this is the thing, because people, um, well, well, okay, I mean, I mean, it's been, it's been like 20 years now in the, you yeah. know, in the, as, as a recording artist and shit. And yeah. I, 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 I always say it in the interviews, but people really don't understand. And I, you know, and I, I, I've, I've noticed that, you know, when I talk with colleagues, I'm, I'm from different bands, you know, and other, other people and other musicians and yeah. other artists, if you will, and stuff like that. I have, I have uh, come to the conclusion pretty early on that I'm, I'm quite eccentric in my creativity and productivity. <laughs> I am pretty different from others because I, I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like staring at, you know, some of my colleagues from different bands, like with my mouth open. And, and I can't believe when they're saying, yeah, I'm struggling with this song. I've been trying to do it for six months or something. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> Because I mean, I, for me, the, mm, the thing is that I'm, I'm, when I get into the creative mode, yeah. um, I write fast and I write a lot. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and that has always, always, for 20 years, that has been the, a problem. It's a positive problem, but it's a problem because if I start writing one song, as a side effect, I will get at least another song, yeah. maybe, maybe two other songs. And, and, and the reason is, is this, because I always, I've always been, I, I don't write like mathematically or 
I don't analyze stuff or I don't, I just write with intuition, yeah. you know? So, so if I have a riff or let's say I have a chorus melody mm. and then I just like, I just let the radio inside my head, you know, take it from there with intuition that where should it go next? And then I'm playing guitar or, or keyboards or whatever. And I'm, and I'm, I'm just letting my feeling take me wherever the next part should go. Okay. Yeah. And, and then I, 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 I put that part down. And yeah. then I was like, yeah, it's a good part. It's it's okay, but then it's like, then then I might realize that oh, but this part is isn't really good for this song. It's a good part, but it's not really good for the uh, uh, for the chorus that I just you know yeah. was trying to make the part for. So then I put it aside, uh-huh. and all through the process of one song, I might end up with these little hits and pieces, and and they write themselves. So then then at the end of the day, I I might have that one song that I was you know, starting to yeah. write in the morning, yeah. but in the evening I might actually might have two or three extra songs too, <laughs> because that's how it works. And it has always been like that for me. And, and over the years I've, I've noticed, I, I thought that everybody has it like that, but I don't, I, I haven't met like not that many people who have the same kind of flow that I do. Yeah. And, because usually on a normal Lottie record, if there's 10 songs on the album, it means that there's at least 20 songs that I did demos for, but they yeah. just didn't, you know, they didn't make the cut, you know. So so everybody's been like, what the hell? How can you write like almost 80 songs in such a short time? It's like, well, that is like not a problem because, you know, I actually didn't write like uh, 80 songs. I wrote uh, 135 or something <laughs> like that. So even from these albums, there are leftovers, you and- know? It's uh, it's. But it's, that's but that's how I've always been. There's like unreleased Lori songs. There's like like little less than a thousand Lori demos songs that I've never seen the light of day. <laughs> it's going to be a nice online archive. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm still like 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 kind of like hitting on those. Yeah. Um, original plan that I had like before before the Corona was that you know because next year is 30 years from the first demo. Yeah. And and twenty years from the from the first like actual you know debut album. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I thought that you know maybe that would be a good year to put out like a like a like a definitive fucking you know demo box set like like crazy fucking you know thirty CDs of shit. You know? I I wonder what but, the record company is gonna say. <laughs> they said, but this was before Corona. I said, yeah, sure, let's 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 look into that. Let's let's see. Okay. But that was like like they didn't. You know, give a re- they, they they were like, okay, yeah, let's. Uh, that's good to know that there's there's something like that, you know, <laughs> you know. But now because of Corona, because now with the uh, low diversity and everything, of course, that that plan has to be postponed. Like maybe maybe when it's like thirty years, then from the get heavy or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's crazy i it's it's so funny and it makes it it's so it's it makes so much fun and it's so entertaining to look at all those covers and all the visuals that go along with those seven cds i mean you just you know you keep on guessing okay what's the reminiscence of this cover what's the reminiscence of that cover you know you go like do i remember but it's uh there are some tricky ones with it you really did well i have i have no idea <laughs> What the master of the moon is about? Uh, I'm sorry, well, the master beast of the moon. I'm sorry, master. Well, if if you read, there there is the, the since you have the CD box, yeah, right? Yeah. So you're one of the lucky ones because I've been doing the interviews like like in the past few weeks, and they only have the music. They don't have the CD ah, artwork or okay, anything. So okay. it's been really. But there, if you if you open that booklet, then yeah. you see there's a synopsis. There's yes. a storyline there. Yeah. You can read that. So. 
So that helps a little bit, you know. When, when, you know, it, it's a progressive fucking. It's a story. <laughs> it's, it's a science a science fiction story uh, with some bi- biblical references and and you know demonic horror shit. You know, whatever. <laughs> That's what it is. It is. It is. It is supposed to be like. Uh, well, it is what it is. It is supposed to be exactly what it is. It, yeah. It's a. It's a conceptual story, fictional horror story that, uh, like a science fiction horror story that takes. That that was supposedly done in 1981, yeah. and 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 along the along the lines like with bands like Rush or Pink Floyd or even Kiss the Elder or something. It's 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 the, or Alice Cooper. Welcome to a nightmare, kind of like that. Okay, okay. That's okay. what it's supposed to be. Okay, That's what okay. it is. Okay, there's a lot of Kiss reference as I, as far as I can imagine. Actually, I thought that there's uh, uh, you know on the human animals, the inside looks like uh, asylum. Actually, mm-hmm. graphically, yeah. Uh, yes. And and I think that, correct me if I'm wrong, that uh, uh, at the Skeletric Dinosaur record, that sounds like Dressed to Kill, like the sound yeah. mm-hmm. as far. Uh, You're right. Although there's You're an right. ACDC picture or reference in, in the yep. in the cover. Yep. <laughs> You're right. I mean, because like, the, like if, you, if you look closely, it says yes. the alternate, alternate title and cover artwork for this, you know, on the collection timeline. So, so ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this whole World University... <clears throat> Thing this all these seven albums you you know kind of like like you cannot really talk about them without referring yeah. you you cannot really understand it if, you know without referring to the previous album yeah. collection yeah, which was true. the fictional compilation album and that's where the whole idea came you know to this yeah so so on that album on on, on collection booklet you will see all these album you know covers there for those yeah. ten albums you know and you know so but but. But uh, somebody already asked that why didn't we actually do those these albums with those covers and stuff like that? Yeah, because, you know, And I said, well, that I, I, that's where I draw the line of, of 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 a nice you know tip of a hat and tribute if it's yeah. somewhere just inside the booklet. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's yeah. a it's a nice thing. You know, if you get it, it's it's, it's all right. You know, it's 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 meant to be as, as a tribute to to those like like influences or whatever. But then, if you put it out as a front cover, like an actual, yeah. you know, then then I don't think you might necessarily run into troubles with copyrights or anything like that. But it, 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 in my book, it's just not cool. It's it's not like yeah. really really you know as as as, as, as a little tribute or a little wink of an eye. Inside the booklet, it's fine, but as a front cover, like all these names and all these, you know, yeah. funny things, it, it, it's a little bit too much. It's just crossing the line, maybe a little bit. So that's why, that's why I decided to rename the albums, yeah. <laughs> like like alternative names and yeah, alternative yeah. covers for these albums. So, you know, and 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 of course, you know, um, if you look at the look at history in the past, I don't know, forty, fifty years. You know, it's 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 not nothing that hasn't ever been done. There are a lot of bands who have released albums with different names and different titles yeah. over the years, especially the seventies and eighties. There was the same album was with a different title in some other country yes, and some exactly. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was it hard for your band to actually get into those different sounds again and like you know have the mindset in order to mm-hmm. go like and now we're doing industrial. <laughs> Ready? Well, One, two, three. <laughs> depends. Depends on an album, actually, yeah. because it's it it was it was something like this. That, um, because we had me and our drummer Mana. Mm. Uh, when I first got the idea 
of the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I called him and we made up this plan before introducing it to the band or let, let alone the, the management or anybody else. So <laughs> so we made up, we made out a plan that how could this be possible? That is it, Could it be possible? Could it be done? Can we do 10 fucking albums? Yeah. You know, because obviously the first thing that comes to mind after after you start giggling to yourself that that would be so crazy that nobody would ever fucking in in a million years think that anybody would do that <laughs> or be able to do that. So after that is the first thing when you go go to reality. It's like okay, so so there's no way in hell any record label would ever you know pay us ten times the budget, of course, to put yeah. ten albums. So so we had to make up make up make some sort of a formula. Uh, and a plan how how we can do it. So we made it, uh-huh. and it fucking worked. And like I said, we actually recorded it in nine <laughs> months. So it was like, you know. So after we got the plan, and I called uh, the rest of the band guys. Everybody was on board. Everyone was like, yeah, sure, no problem. You know. But <laughs> but when you said different sounds, so we were uh, on top of things the whole time. And and me as a producer, and then then Mana mm. uh, as a uh, as an executive producer, and then. Then Janne Hamkrun, our A and R, you know, as the third guy. So, so the three of us, we kept really close eye on the, on the, on the project yeah. all the time. And we did one album at a time, of course. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I wrote, I wrote those albums in chronological order in the timeline, and we recorded them in chronological order in the timeline. So, so you were just focusing on one album at a time, which took like like a little bit more than a month for an album. So if you think it like that, it's not that much, you know, actually. Mm. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I, I, mean that, I, I, I mean that it's not that, I mean, there's plenty of time. If you, if you count, it's like, like five to six weeks per an album. That's plenty yeah. for yeah. recordings. You know, that's like, it's, it's, it's nothing, you know? Huh? So it depends on the member of the band and it depends on the album. Yeah. Like, 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 um, like for me, all these albums were, relatively easy because that these are all my favorite music styles you know that so so for me it's it's all all clear more or less more or less but when it came to other members in the band like let's say well for example mana yeah for him the the albums like the progressive the master beast and then yeah. then the the trash metal thing yeah. he hasn't played that kind of stuff and he's not familiar with that and he's not really a fan of that shit you know so he he's <laughs> so he was Before those albums came to be recorded, he was like, "Ah, how is this gonna go?" But then, surprisingly to himself, and and uh, you know, as, as a surprise to everybody, he was like, "Okay, these were the easiest ones because he was he was so excited to play those, you know, different styles yeah. and different ways." And and so so those those were the easiest ones and the most rewarding ones for him. And and surprisingly. The albums that that you might think that were that should have been the easiest for the whole band, yeah. the Humanimals and yeah. then the the Abusement Park, which is like 80s rock and 80s yeah, heavy, yeah. hair metal and heavy metal, yeah. those should be that that should be our comfort zone. But for example, for Mana, those were the hardest ones, <laughs> and and we were wondering like why the hell, and it maybe. <laughs> Just trying too hard because it. This is my shit. I know this shit. But then you try too hard, so then all of a sudden you you, you get really critical to yourself and everything. Yeah, and it's it, it's 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 funny. And I, I like, like like with the for example with the guitar solos on 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 Abracadaver. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Eamon was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I, I don't listen to this kind of shit. I don't, I, don't, I, 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 I don't understand what it is. And I said, well, just listen to some Slayer and listen to some Pantera. Yeah. You know, so, so, so try to get influences from there. It's like, yeah, but I uh, never listened to those bands. I have no idea what they're doing there. It's like, well, just try to educate yourself a little bit. And, 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 and kind of like that. Whereas, like, for example, then, if you take uh, The Master Beast, yeah. which, is, which is an album, which is not a band album per se, because, because all the songs were written on piano, and it's an orchestrated album yeah. with the band just in the background, you know? Mm-hmm. Because you can take away the band. You can take uh, the drums, the bass, and the guitars there. They are just like instruments there but you cannot take away the piano. So for Hela, our yeah. keyboard player, that was the, like, like, it was easy album as fuck. I mean, she played the whole album uh, in one day. Oh. All, all the grand pianos. That's for, insane. In one fucking day for that. And, and, and of course, you know, she was just full, but she, she reads notes. So yeah. she has a classical training. So that was easy. And, and, but if you, like, for example, on that album, if you take away the piano, mm. the whole structure of the songs will fall apart, but you can easily take away the guitars or the or, or, yeah. or bass or something, and, and and the songs still, you know, are, you know, they 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 stay to stay together still. But yeah, you know, so it depends on the album because there's so many different styles of music there. I mean, I mean, and and, and different ways. And I was really intrigued with uh, with Mana and 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 Janne when we were you know doing the arrangements, and I was like uh, mm. that 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 everybody should play in the style. Mm-hmm. That like 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 a man especially. I mean, he went on enormous you know amount of work when when he was like yeah, I imagine like like, like checking that that the way he plays, for example, on the Skeletic Dinosaur, the way he plays like the the seventy mid seventies yeah. rock and roll yeah. stuff, and then you if you compare it to I don't know uh, the Humanimals, <laughs> it's completely yeah. two different two different styles of playing the drums, and but the same goes with the bass, and 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 I think the only uh, you know, over the years, like in general, the only uh, instrument that is pretty much the same all these years in rock and roll, all mm-hmm. these decades of rock and roll, is the guitar. Mm-hmm. Of course, there are some different techniques, like like came came along later and shit like that, blah, 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 whatever. But basically, guitar is a guitar is a guitar. Yeah. You know, there there are changes. Like there are different different. You can play the same riff different ways in different decade, different year. Yeah. You know, you, from different octave or different chords or shit like that. But basically, guitar is a guitar is a guitar. But when it comes to bass and when it comes to drums, when it comes to even keyboards, uh, it, it kept changing. The trends were yeah. changing a lot if you look back now. Yeah. You know, like yeah. like 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 in the seventies, the drums were doing all kinds of crazy shit all the time. Even like like naive and. And, and naive sounding and like almost humoristic drum feels, you know, if we <laughs> yeah. say that to today. But that was that was cool back then. Yeah. And then the bass, bass guitar in the seventies in rock and roll was it was all over the bass. The bass was wild, mm-hmm. while the guitar was pretty simple. Yeah. But then when we got to the eighties, it's completely the other way around. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the guitar takes the lead and starts doing all kinds of, you know, yeah. shit. And the bass is just like a train. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> Doesn't go wild anymore. And same with the drums. The drums are poof, 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 poof. The drums are, drums and bass in the eighties, they came, they calmed down from yeah. the craziness, craziness of the seventies and, 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 you know, and stuff like that. So, so, I'm really like a music nerd with that because it's 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 not only the sound 
the actual sound or the production that makes a certain feel to a certain era in time, it is the arrangement, how you are playing the instruments, how the songs are arranged yeah. with every instrument. That That's a big part of it. You yeah. know, we, we talked about the in instruments, but how about your singing? Was it? Yeah. Was there some stuff that you go like, oh, I have to change my voice and my tone and my whatever feel to get this right? No, I just do what I do. <laughs> just like a, like a, and, but I got to tell you that the, the easiest, uh, easiest album to record was the Abracadaver. And funnily enough, of mm -hmm. course, that is not the that is not the style, the thrash metal style. It's not something that we have done. Yeah. So it's it's it, so. That is like the most. That is like the most far away from me, from my comfort yeah. zone. Yeah. You know. So. So. But then I. I sang that whole album like like in half a day, the whole day, because it, it was so easy. And it's like okay, well, well, I'm like over the years I've I've already like grew tired and kind of like numb to to read like reviews like yeah, the Lordy would be so much better band if Mr. Lordy could actually sing. And I'm like oh fuck off, you know. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, I just you know people are like writing that. Yeah, I just fuck. I can't get over it. It's a, it's a nice song, but I hate his voice. It's just le it's like Lemmy doing a ballad or something. Yeah, but that's a thing. But then, with the with the <laughs> with the Cadaver, with the trash metal. Okay, yeah. yeah, okay. This stuff I know. This is I just scream and shout, you know, with full power, everything, and that's it. And that and you don't have to, you know, the 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 dirtier the better, you know. So. <laughs> I yeah, think, but I didn't. I didn't yeah. change my voice. I mean, I mean, all these different ways of singing and styles. It's already there. I mean, it's it's already been there in the past ten year, ten yeah. albums already. It's it's like, of course, you know, I I I I tend to use my so-called lordy voice. Yeah. Because that's the way I've been singing since I was a teenager. That's that's the way I sound when I when I sing. That's that's where it goes immediately. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, of course, there's a little bit of screaming and sometimes a little bit, you know, less growling and less 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 lordy in the voice and stuff like that. So, so there are different nuances, of course. I think that there's a a lot of fans that actually get the record, well, the, the box set, or, you know, the vinyl box set first. I think they would tend to go and listen first to the disco record for whatever reasons. I don't know why. But uh, it seems I, it seems to be the more the, the 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 most surprising one. Then you go like, what will it? You know, what have they done now? Yeah, the disco album and Humanimals, those two yeah. are my absolute favorite albums, and not only of these seven, but in Lordy catalog. Oh, all those right. Two albums. I think that these two albums are the best albums that I've ever written. Like absolutely hands down, they are like like, and and going back when when you first like you were. <laughs> You were amazed at like how many songs you know was written la 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 la, and it was surprisingly good. And so, so, so one thing that I I like to add is that I think it it should work with everybody, anybody who writes or creates anything. Mm -hmm. The more you do, the better you get, and easier it gets. You know, yeah. like 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 um, for example, with the disco album or Humanimals, when you get into that zone. And you write a lot, and you and you do it like 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 twenty hours a day almost, you know. Yeah. So that's when when you get better and better and better. The, the, the every counting hour, every single you know, yeah. the next day is always you come up with better stuff than you did yesterday. So it's so it's like the more you do, the better you get. That's it's like well, practice make it makes a champion. That's what they say, you know. <laughs> My favorite record is actually the industrial record. I, I just love I just love all the remixes. I love the songs on there. It's just immediate catchy tunes, just amazing. Yeah. That is like the with the spooky sector of a It's um 
uh, that's like closing the full circle because that's supposedly from 1995. Yeah. And that is exactly the kind of stuff that Lordy was sounding in 1995. That is exactly the kind of stuff that, that you know, um, Lordy was doing on the demos. It was, of course, you know. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and in 1995, it was the year when the first official actual Lordy song were, was released officially. Yeah. You know, there were, there were demos for three years before that and, and, and all those, you know, um, during those three years. But, mm-hmm. but that was the year when a song was like actually recorded and produced in a real studio and and put out officially on a CD on a compilation CD of my hometown and shit. Uh, so uh. I was thinking to put that song if we should like re-record that for this album. So it would clo- like funny in a funny way it would close the circle yeah. and combine the reality with the fictional timeline, you know. But then. I just decided not to do that because the song is just crappy. Even as we, <laughs> we recorded this, it wouldn't be good. You know, it, it still sounds bad. You know, so. But any anybody can, you know, nowadays go on YouTube and yeah. look for Lord Inferno, and you see that oh, that's the stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so that was very much in the comfort zone, you know, because that yeah. was that was where a lot started. That's that's the style of stuff, you know. Uh, the first demos were. Now you're gonna go on tour and join Sabaton next year. Yes. Mm-hmm. How do you play? How many songs can you? Play? You know, it's it's just mind blowing. Like, how do you put this all live on stage and select what you're gonna play? You know, um, it's just well, mind boggling. Tell me, I, well, this is no. Well, here here's the here's the harsh reality. Yeah. Uh, now we have ten albums. In two months or something, we have seventeen albums. <laughs> and, 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 and to choose from, you know, yeah. and ask any band, ask, you know, I don't know, ask Kiss how easy it is to make a set list. It's not easy. Yeah. You know? Because I think, I think for every band, after you get five albums, four or five albums, then the, the, the difficulty hits, hits the ring to choose <laughs> the set list because you kind of like, by that time, you already have certain songs that you kind of have to play. For us, obviously, I mean, I mean, which of a monster man, hard rock, hallelujah, yeah, devil yeah. is a loser. Those are uh, blood red sandman. Uh, those are the songs that we kind of have to play every night. So, yeah. Unless it's your own show, your on on, on your own tour. Yeah. You kind of you are limited in time. How long is your set? Yeah, yeah, very. So this is so this is the harsh reality. When we go on tour with Sabaton in the spring, we will be playing maybe 45 minutes or is it, is it 55 minutes or 60 minutes or something like that. So yeah. that, that is not the place. That is not the time nor the place to, to start introducing like songs like Church of Succubus from the <laughs> masterpiece, the 12 minutes fucking progressive, you know, art yeah. Yeah. fucking shit, you know. That is a place where we should be playing Hard Rock Hallelujah and Which Lover Masterman and The Reef and all those songs, you know. Yeah. And maybe, maybe, maybe we take one or two songs of the, of the from 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 these seven. Maybe let's let's see. <laughs> Then comes the summer festivals, and once again, that is not the place to play Church of Succubus or anything <laughs> other because that the, the 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 reason you are hired there to play at a festival is to get people late and get wasted. You are playing a soundtrack for them to get their dick hard and get you know as much beer as they want and have a private party. So you don't want, once again, that is not a place where you want to hear a 12 minute fucking Church of Succubus <laughs> or Archie piece there. You want to hear which other monster man a hundred or And then you get laid after that. You know, that's what you do. So, 
Then we go all the way a year from this moment. We yeah. go all the way to next fall when we are finally basically continuing the collection tour yep. that was cut off, you know, uh, a year and a half ago. So, yeah. so then we're, but of course, then it will already be a low diversity tour, of course, obviously, you know. Mm. So, mm. and then we might be playing maybe, let's, I've been thinking that maybe we will play one song from each seven albums mm-hmm. in the set because once again even on that our own tour we have to we have to play those certain songs yeah you know monster man and stuff and by the way i might tell you that now the next interviewer is calling right now <laughs> yeah it's it's half an hour is gone but it's always such a pleasure talking to you because you know i like talking to people who understand their music very well and whatever wherever it comes from it's uh, it's just great And uh, I'm gonna dig in even more into all those seven CDs as much as I can because it's just, it's just so much fun to to go thank through you. everything. So uh, yeah, I appreciate it. again, congratulations and thank you very much for talking to us. And I thank hope you. I'll see you at the Sabaton tour in Munich. Here, I'm gonna be. Yes, here. yes. <laughs> see you then there. All, <laughs> all right. right. Take all care. Right. Take care. Cheers. Bye bye. Ciao. Tschüss. Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.